0: Today's Morning Grind podcast is sponsored by Quip Electric Toothbrushes. One of the most important things that we do every day for our health is brushing our teeth, yet a lot of us don't do it right. That's why there is Quip. It was designed to make brushing your teeth more simple, affordable, and enjoyable. Sensitive sonic vibrations, gentle enough uh, on your sensitive gums, and they've got a built-in two-minute timer that pulses every 30 seconds, lets you know when to switch sides, gives you that uh, ability to have a full and even clean, And, uh, you know, brush heads. You know what? Three out of four of us are using bristles that are old and worn out and ineffective. So they'll actually automatically deliver you a dentist-recommended schedule every three months of new brush heads for just five bucks. Now, Quip, one of the first electric toothbrushes accepted by the ADA and has thousands of verified five-star review. Time to check it out. We're all about these guys, and they're backed by over 20,000 dental professionals. Quip starts at just 25 bucks, so go to getquip.com slash fix. Right now, and you're gonna get that first refill pack for free with a quip electric toothbrush. That's right, check it out. Refill pack for free at getquip.com slash fantasy fix. On to the show.
1: It's Monday, it is March 18th, it's 2019, we have nine basketball games to talk about here on today's slate, joined by my good friend, my buddy here in the DFS world, Will, Chief Justice 06, how are you doing, my friend?
2: Doing good, man, doing good, you know, I talked last week, said it was going to be a good week, we kicked this thing off on Monday, rolling, and man, it's been a phenomenal week of NBA for me, so... Definitely can't complain. Uh, Definitely ready to have another good week, man. And, uh, you know, i kind of been pumping some of my target these teams, you know, rants all week. And I'm just going to keep pounding it. Uh, And and we're going to do the same thing today. I'm excited. Just just ready to have another good week, man.
1: Yeah, I'm um, ready to get back on the grind here. You know, we have so much stuff going on it's such a tough week for me for NBA Um, as a dad, my daughter is on spring break this week. So like you, you want to, you want to do stuff with your daughter and stuff. So like, you know, my volume is going to be pretty low this week for NBA, but I still have all my wonderful content that I have to do, starting with the podcast that is sponsored by FantasyDraft.com. If you guys haven't checked out fantasy draft, make sure you head on over there. We did not have a listeners league on Friday. Um, Um, I emailed them about it. Hopefully we'll have one here today um, and we'll get that thing started back up with baseball right around the corner. I'd love to do this every day for baseball as well. So just have to see what uh, they want to do. If you haven't checked them out, fantasydraft.com. Sign up through the roto links. That way you get access to any cool promos that we do run with Fantasy Draft. We have them from time to time. As always, make sure you go over to iTunes, subscribe, download, and like and comment on the podcast. Really appreciate that. It helps us out. And, um, yeah. So, Will, I Feel Like Poop. Today, um, for, I, I just got over a cold, I feel like, not too long ago, and I'm getting sick again. A lot of, lot of lack of sleep over the last four or five days between the players and NASCAR and all that stuff. So um, I'm going to play major host role today. So we're going to hear a lot of your thoughts on this NBA slate. Um, and I, I'm sure you're perfectly okay with that, right? Yeah, I'm ready
2: to go, man. I put I put the time in, so I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to roll for sure.
1: Uh, that's good because um, yeah, we start here with Detroit at Cleveland. We have a half total, and Detroit is favored by six and a half in this game. Um, it is it's a back to back for Detroit, correct? Yes. Uh, so we don't really have injury news here for them um have to kind of see how this plays out as far as the injury news goes here for detroit but we kind of know what's happening with cleveland nance and thompson are both still out and kevin love showed up on the um injury report he is questionable will what are we looking at here on the piston side of things
2: well this is man you know i don't want to play any Pistons today too many games out there, man. You know, obviously Blake and Drummond—they had a really good game today, and uh, I mean that game wasn't on the main slate, so you know I just kind of got to enjoy it. They're sixth in the East now. Uh, don't look now, the you know Detroit basketball—they're coming, but uh, I, I I don't want any piece of Detroit today. Just too many other games, and so this is going to be a pass for me, man. Um, And that's all I got. I'm not even going to jump into who we should play or shouldn't play. It's Cleveland. They're bad. You could always load up against them. But it's just too many other games out there that I like for me to, you know, waste my time on guys that I know I'm not going to play.
1: Yeah, you know, the one thing that I will say here, it is a back-to-back for Detroit. So maybe this game stays close. Um, If you're you're projecting this game to stay close, like Drummond's been off the rails. um, Ooh. Like, you know, I I think he could potentially play Drummond on the back-to-back here against Cleveland. If this game stays close, he's probably going to have a big game. Um, What are we looking at here on the Cleveland side of things? And, and, you know, it's really
2: kind of the same thing for Cleveland. Like, if Love were to happen to be out, like they've already got certain guys out. So, you know, Brandon Knight is still 3,500. Don't hate it. You know, Clarkson's 4,900. Don't hate it. I I think with the Cleveland value, like Sexton, like Osman, I think these are all going to be guys that are like last pieces. And if if it works, I won't hate plugging them in. But as far as, you know, starting out my day saying I'm, you know, stoked to play Cleveland players, I'm definitely not. So all of these value guys from Cleveland are just last resorts uh, for what I'm
1: trying to do we're never excited about playing Cleveland guys. So, um, if love is out, you know, I think then you're, you're pulling up court IQ. You're digging into who gets the biggest usage bump. Who's going to play the minutes. Um, and it might be like a guard, um, like you talked about, maybe it's a Sexton, maybe it's a Clarkson. So it's going to kind of have to pay attention and see, maybe it's a Nawaba. Um, So, obviously, like you, I don't feel good about playing anybody here from Cleveland. Detroit likes to slow games down and uh, play defense. So, Utah, Washington, 228.5 total here. Utah favored by four in this one. Seth is out. All the guys that have been out for Washington are still out. Let's start with Utah. What are we looking at here on the Jazz?
2: Uh, Utah, I like these guys today. I mean, they're playing Washington. Uh, You know one of my rules. I, I don't try to fade an opportunity to attack a Washington team. I'm going to start with Rudy Gobert, uh, my favorite, pretty much one of my favorite center spins today. Uh, you know, we I've got another one that, that's going to come up. We'll see where he's priced at. Uh, he did play today, which I, I didn't get a chance to check his price because we had a little running, running bet on that. So we'll see where he's at. But uh, Gobert, 8,300, uh, re- really like him going against Washington. I expect them to smash here. Another guy I really like in this spot uh, is Joe Angles at 5,700. I just think he's just priced appropriately. A guy that's got, you know, 35, 40 point upside. Uh, And in this spot, he could absolutely go nuts. I I really, excuse me, I really want to play some Ricky Rubio on this spot as well. I just, I just still don't trust the minutes. Um, You know, he's been playing. Low twenties, and I'm not saying he can't get it done in low twenties in a spot like this, um, but I, I just don't think it's worth the risk. I think we'll get some better value, but he is too cheap. Obviously, don't hate Donovan Mitchell at 8200 uh, in this in this up tempo game environment. Really like him as well. They're on the road, so you know I don't expect them to, to go into Washington and blow them out. Uh, and those are are kind of the guys I'm looking at. Don't hate crowded 49. But, you know, he's another one of those guys that would just be kind of a last piece for me. Uh, And then last but not least, we say this all the time. I got to plug in old man Derek Favors. He's on another one of these magnificent runs, you know, 41, 38, 36 last three games. Um, You know, I guess he went back to the, the, the fountain of youth for a minute because he is really young, as we have always talked about. But he just has an old man game. And uh, he's he's playing really well right now. So at 5,800, if he's going to keep cranking out 40-point games, I don't hate him as well.
1: Yeah, the rotations for Rubio are, are really interesting. I was looking at him before we got started here. And, like, how how they're playing him how they're not playing him, He he's definitely on the minutes limit right now. So, yes, he's underpriced at 5K, especially in a matchup against Washington. But unless we get some news on him, like, he's really risky. And, like, I don't know if I don't mind actually taking the risk here, Will. Like, when we look at it, the game against Brooklyn, he played 23 minutes, put up 29 and a half fantasy points, and he shot two for 13 from that game. Like, I think, like, Rubio is interesting depending on ownership, depending on how its value opens up. There are, like you said, there's a lot of value that we're waiting on here today. Washington side of things, you know, like you look at Bradley Beal and he is just on fire over 58 fantasy points in four of the last five games. The dynamic pricing against Utah, he's 9400 He's expensive, but, man, has he been good. What are we doing here with Washington and Bradley Beal?
2: So I saw a tweet the other day, and I can't remember if it was Mangone or, or I, I can't remember, um, but here was the bottom line. The tweet said, why don't I just hit the Bradley Beal lock button every day from here on out? Or something like that. Something to that effect. Or why haven't I been hitting the lock button? Either way, the bottom line is this. I don't think there's been a more consistent fantasy producer this year outside of Bradley Beal and James Harden when he was on his incredible run without Chris Paul. Outside of that. I still would give the nod to Bradley Beal due to his length of time. I mean and and the crazy thing about it is we don't ever get Bradley Beal over 10k on DK. FanDuel has done a great job of pricing him up over 11,000, you know, over 10,000, 108, 10, 000, 10, 8, 10, 5, 10 7, but we're we're not getting that on DK at all. So if you're telling me I'm going to have a guy for 9400 and I'm pretty much I would say what guaranteed 40 to 45 every night. And and really he's been going over that most nights. Why aren't we playing Bradley Beal? The minutes are stable. The production is stable. Uh the shot attempts are stable. If you look at it, the rebounds and assists are stable. I mean, just listen to these rebounds: five, five, six, nine, ten, four, seven, seven, eleven. Had a game with two. And then he assists 7-5, 7-9, 9-7, 8-6, 4-2. And the game he got two rebounds. He put up 31 real points. He put up 45 fantasy points that game. I I, I don't want to just rant about Bradley Beal. There are other pieces to this team that I like. But just wanted to plug that in. Bradley beal went been one of the most consistent fantasy producers all year. Love Tomas Sadaransky in this spot as well. I think he's going to be fine. I do think Jabari Parker... Um, even on DK now, it's priced up to where I just don't want to play him. Trevor Reese at 4900 very affordable. I, I think he's a guy uh, in this game environment you plug in. Bobby Portis, I know he keeps burning people, had two really bad games, had a good game. I don't think I want to take a shot on him here. Just don't think it's the spot. Jeff Green is a guy, you know, I don't mind playing because he's typically pretty cheap. But I don't think I need him today. Uh, As well. Bottom line is, I think you play Bradley Beal, and I think Trevor Reese is the next best play for the Washington Wizards today.
1: Yeah, the the rotations to Bradley Beal right now are insane. Um, You know, he's playing the whole first and third quarters. They give him like a three to five minute break, and then he ends up playing the rest of the second and fourth quarters in, in close games. So, with this team making a push to make the playoffs, you know exactly what you're getting on a nightly basis until. Until they get ruled out and they can't make the playoffs, I think Bradley Beals in play every night. So I'm I'm not I'm not in love with Portis today. Like you no, know. as much as I've been like following rotations, like they gave Thomas Bryant like all the fourth quarter minutes the other night against Memphis, and we think of Utah. They're a big. They use their bigs kind of like Memphis does. So. For me, I'm going to stay away from Portis. I still think Jabari Parker is interesting for tournaments. He still has a ceiling at 5,900, but it's not the best matchup. Denver at Boston, 222 and a half total here. Boston's favored by three in this game. Denver, no real injury news. Horford's probable, and Hayward is doubtful. Um, Let's start with Denver. What are we looking at here? Man, uh, Jamal Murray's too cheap right now,
2: 6,100, I just think. I think this is another one of those games where it should be competitive on the road. Uh, I like Jamal Murray in this spot, sixty-one hundred. I, I really like that price point. Uh, I, I like Will Barton a little uh, at fifty-six hundred. He's been playing better over the stretch line, and not just fantasy, just in real life. He's been playing a little bit better. So I, I don't hate Will Barton. I think he, I think he's going to turn a corner here. I know they've got a lot of guys, uh, but I, but I still think he's going to turn a corner. Um, Paul Millsap has been playing great as well uh, from a fantasy perspective. Just really just kind of been been pretty dominant here for this price point over the past few weeks. And I think Jokic is starting to hit that price point where you just got to think about playing them. Uh, I know they're back to full strength, but the guy's got 60 point upside and now he's 9,200. I, I I'm not saying Jokic is like a primary play. But I'm saying at this price, we're starting to hit where it's about time to just start playing him because he's too cheap. And I think at 9,200, that's the approach you take. If you're thinking about playing Nikola Jokic, you know he's going to have low ownership today because I think we're all going to want to play the center in the next game we have coming up.
1: Um, You know, looking at this spot for Denver, I think Jokic is certainly in play. Monte Morris is still getting minutes if you want a straight tournament play. He's had a couple, you know, he had a really tough matchup last time out against the Pacers. So don't mind maybe potentially looking at him here. You know, he's still really cheap. And um, I really think the Isaiah Thomas um, experiment is over. Do you like the Jamal Murray call at 6,100? As far as, you know, Boston goes here, no Hayward. Marcus Morris has had two really big games in a row. Um, is there anything standing out to you here for Boston?
2: Man, I'm so glad you said that. I, I need to be ordering a, a Marcus Morris jersey. I mean, man, he, he, him and Kyrie just single-handedly just carried me through the top of the leaderboards a couple of nights ago. I mean, man, and, and for and you know, those were the only two Boston guys I had last night. I mean, the night I played them. So, I mean, how amazing was that? Because those were the two big producers. When it comes together like that, it's just it's just awesome. I think I had uh, Norman Powell that night too. Things just went right for me that day, uh, as it has been most of the week. But I'm, I'm with you, man. Um, Marcus Morris is playing well right now. Hayward's going to be off the floor. Uh, you know, we, we talk about it all the time. There are a couple of guys we like to play. Morris is definitely one, and, and Morris probably more so when Kyrie is out. But look, you know, if 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 Hayward's going to be out, I'm just going to plug in Jalen Brown. I mean, we saw it once again, uh, Jalen Brown on Saturday. You know, it was against Atlanta, but I mean, uh, yeah, against Atlanta, but cranked out 31 fantasy points, man. The guy, when guys are out, he's just producing. And so he's a guy I really like today, 4,800. I think it's worth it to play him. That's why I was saying some of those other guys. Uh, you know, I didn't think we need him, but Jalen Brown is a guy for sure. I like Kyrie. I like him at this price point as well. As much as I like Jamal Murray, I like Kyrie Irving equally. And you got to think, Stevie, in this game, Kyrie and Jokic aren't going to get any ownership. It's just the way the slate is broken out. And so, if this game is competitive, and both of these guys drop 60s, uh, you will gladly take that to the bank every time. So, Kyrie's a guy on my radar today. Uh, because I don't, I don't think he's going to get ownership, and I think he's in, in in store for a big game here at home against the Denver Nuggets. What you're
1: trying to say there's a lot of meat on the bone. Um. <laughs> oh, uh, I've, yeah. got a, I've got, another guy. I've got
2: my meat on the bone. You know what? I got to talk to the RG guys. I'm going to have to get a meat on the bone play of the day, some a video or something, and just drop that every day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh man. That gives me so many good ideas. Um, (laughs) Now I'm totally lost my train of thought. That's fine. Um, Anytime there's somebody out with Boston and and with Hayward, doubtful, like we're always looking at Jalen Brown. Um, You know, anytime this guy approaches 30 minutes, he's a great fantasy production player. You know, looking at the the splits with Hayward off, nothing really changes here. Um, You know, like – Just looking up and down, nobody really gets a hit. Nobody gets uh, a bump. Hayward has such a low usage this season that, you know, like the biggest downgrade per 36 is Terry Rozier. Like it's a downgrade. So not really expected much to change with Hayward off the floor, except for maybe Brown, um, you know, picking up a few extra minutes here. We got the Knicks. We got the Raptors. We have a lot of question marks. This is one of the worst games on the slate to talk about the night before. So, DSJ is questionable. Vonley is questionable. Nit was supposed to return on Sunday and didn't. So, we're going to put him as questionable again. On the Toronto side, Kyle Lowry is questionable. Ibaka is out. One more game for that suspension. And it's a back-to-back. So, did we say, you know, Kawhi is questionable? I know he's been really good, but... I've got him as doubtful. You have him as doubtful? So, yes. um... You know, even more. Like, let's let, let's talk Knicks first. Um, we could potentially see the Raptors here without three studs. This game could potentially stay close with run on a back-to-back. The Knicks are all over the place. Will. they're all over the place, but the one consistent New York Nick. And right when I say this, I'm knocking on wood. You guys can't see it, but I promise I'm doing it. Dotson he's been the one consistent they're getting him minutes they want him to shoot this reminds me of a young Tim Hardaway let him shoot kind of thing and we're just going to play him and let him shoot every night do we trust it enough because value-wise he's been absolutely paying off this price tag and crushing
2: yeah, I mean, like you said, I, I think he's the one. Nick, uh, you know, uh, spoiler alert Mario Hazonia came back today and played 36 minutes. What is going on in New York? And, and not only did he play 36 minutes, he had a good game, put up 34 DK points. I, I don't know, but like you said, Dawson is the one. Uh, if, if Dennis Smith happens to be out, then I mean, I, I think Moody is fine at 4800. Stevie, what if I told you that Toronto has really been struggling with either Kawhi or Lowry off the court? Like the past, let's say the past four or five games or so, they haven't really blown anybody out with one or the other. And now you're telling me both of them may be out. I mean, it it wasn't just the Cleveland game from earlier this week where they struggled. I mean, it's been kind of an ongoing thing. I still like them in the playoffs. But if both of these guys are out, what if I told you I don't hate a game stack of this game? Uh, you know, I, I mean, obviously, just play pass. Uh, not, well, we're, we're on the Knicks. We'll, we'll get to Toronto in a minute. But but I think Dotson and I think Moutier, if if Dennis Smith is out, I think Dotson and Moutier are in play for me. Uh, I, I'm not expecting the Knicks to lose. And then if Azonia, uh, you know, happens to pull another start, or something like that which he did because because of the varley situation if he's going to get 35 minutes in this spot i i don't know how we don't consider those three nicks and run it back with a few toronto guys i, I won't play anyone anyone else but those three guys uh, especially on fan if they're going to get those kind of minutes i think you have to consider them
1: so, Mario started at the four uh, against the Lakers, which I, I think that's fine. He's not going to be able to do that today, right? Like, Marcus All, Pascal Siakam, you, you're not starting Mario at the four. You're probably starting, like, Lance Thomas or, or Luke Cornette if, if Vonley's not able to play. So, I think Mario is a fade for me, regardless. I know he's really, really cheap, and obviously he could crush, but. Just looking at it like Kevin Knox could start at the the four. You know, there's a lot of ways the Knicks could go and I don't trust the Knicks anyway. So <laughs> Well, like I said, i on on a fan duel, that's
2: why that's why you know Mario's more of a fan duel play for me if you yeah,
1: take that punt play with you know? Mario. He's probably yeah. what, 3-5? He's, he's, he's three five?
2: He's thirty eight hundred. Yeah.
1: 3, so he's a potential punt play. And you could even, like, pair Mario, you know, with one of those other Knicks um, and try to get it right. So it's definitely interesting, right? It, it's it's a situation that um, if these guys are out for the Knicks, like DSJ, Vonley, Nit Lakina, we're looking at the uh, potentially playing some Knicks here. And I don't even hate DeAndre Jordan as a pure upside play. He's been playing over 30 minutes every night. So, yeah. I don't want to trust the Knicks. Um Toronto side. You know, anytime Kawhi or Lowry sits, oh. it's it's Siakam. It's the Siakam show. Now you're telling me that Abaka is gonna miss and both of those guys might sit. Like Abaka or not Ibaka, Siakam needs to be the first guy in if that happens. He needs to yeah. be your first guy in. He's your core play. There you go.
2: Absolutely. Uh just don't face the today, period. Because Kawhi is already out. Like, so first of all, just don't fade him. You you play him today, no matter what. Uh, I I think you play Mark Gasol no matter what. I'm actually I'm expecting I'm I'm expecting Kyle Lowry to sit here. I, I'm not expecting him to play, which means he's probably going to play. But I, I don't think you face the I don't think you fade Gasol. Uh, Mark Gasol is 62 hundred. Uh, which we we thought he might get to. I think I took the under on the six on the sixty five hundred. I had it at sixty four. He's sixty two hundred. He's put up thirty three and thirty six fantasy points. I think you play him. Uh, I think he'll. You know, I don't have to look at court IQ on this one. He hasn't been there terribly long, but you got to think he he's going to get more production with both Lowry and Kawhi off the court. I just got to think logically. You know that that he'll get more more production. Uh, Fred Van Vliet came back today. Now, he's going to be on a minutes limit, so we thought, and then he played 31 minutes, by the way. So, you know, the report came out, Toe. I thought he he was going to play limited minutes. Lowry's out. He played 31 minutes. Jeremy Lin only played 17 minutes. So I'm not sure if they're going to hold him back, but it looks like if Lowry's out, Van Vliet's back in our lives playing 30-plus minutes, I think you'll play him today. So, you know, those three guys, I, I think you'll have to take a look at them. If, if you're really trying to go deep dive here, and like I said, if you're thinking about stacking this game a whole lot of ways, Danny Green at 3,700, I hate playing Danny Green, but at 3,700 with neither Kawhi or Lowry, you got to think he's going to stand in the corner and shoot six to seven three-pointers and maybe get you a few rebounds assists and a couple steals. Uh, so I don't hate him as a, as a value player or a punt play as well.
1: Uh do you think Van Vliet on a back to back is a guy that might we have to might have to worry about like his minutes or do we think like just because he played thirty one minutes on his first game back he's good to go and he's ready to go. Um I, trying to so careful though, like that they're one of the most careful teams with their players, so I'm a i li- I'm a little concerned when it comes to Van Vliet. A, a little concerned. But well, At 4K against the Knicks and potentially playing 30 minutes, like got to set that concern aside and just, you know, take that shot in those tournaments. That's how you win tournaments.
2: Yeah. The only reason why I'm not as concerned on this one is because it was a thumb ligament. Like if it was like an ankle or a knee or, or, or a hip or, or, or something like that, a pointer, anything, anything dealing with his legs or maybe a shoulder – but this is a thumb ligament. He'll probably – I didn't watch this game, but i got to assume he may have on some form of a soft cast, and he's been out a couple weeks. I Because it was only a thumb, I think he's okay. But that's just me.
1: Yeah, uh, and obviously he could be conditioning with a thumb the whole time. So um, 4K against the Knicks with potentially these guys out, um, definitely looking at him. All right, spent a lot of time on that one. Let's move on. We got Miami at OKC, 213.5 total here. Thunder favored by 3.5. You know, Winslow is questionable. And um, Westbrook suspended um, after getting his 16th technical foul. Um, (laughs) Uh, You know, obviously he's out. So let's start with Miami. Uh, Honestly, Will, I don't like a lot here for Miami. There's a lot of good spots to attack. The only guy I have a little interest in is Dwayne Wade. It'll be his last time playing an OKC. If you want to play that narrative, he's 4,400. So if you want to play the narrative game here, I don't hate it. I, I know that he's a little was – it, was, it, was it under the weather? Like, was it sick? I can't remember what it was. It was a hip. But, you know, he came out and played 28 minutes on Sunday. So – you know, especially if Winslow sits again. So we've we played Wade on back-to-backs this year. It's his last time against OKC, it'll be his last time against Paul George. Um, narrative Street, unless he gets ruled out, I think he's interesting at 44. Yeah,
2: yeah, I, I don't hate that, but I'm not playing in Miami Heat today. Uh, I, I, I will consider Dwayne Wade seriously at this price, but anybody else... I'm just not playing the Miami Heat. There's no need. Uh, You know, guys, there are certain games I'm just going to put an X on. We've got nine games, and we've got four or five that we can legitimately choose from. This is one that I don't care about one half of the team. So, you know, I don't mind Wade, but I I don't feel like I have to play anybody else.
1: Yeah, the only other guy that I think I'll mention here is is Derek Jones Jr. You know, he drew the start for Winslow on Sunday – I still get RG updates, so I can still kind of keep track of my basketball stuff on Sunday. And he started Sunday um, for Winslow. If Winslow's out again, Derek Jones Jr. starts again. We probably project him for twenty-four to twenty-five minutes at thirty-four hundred. Um, you know, you know, his size gives him, you know, lets him play against you know Jeremiah Grant and those guys. So don't hate it. Um, but really, like I guess I kind of buried the lead here. OKC okay, without Westbrook. Will what are we doing?
2: Listen, man, just play Paul George, play Dennis Schroeder. Uh on DK. On FanDuel, you're gonna have a have them have some decisions to make. They price PG back up to eleven two. They Whoa. price they, they price Schroeder up to six K right off the jump. So you're gonna have to really decide if you want to commit to allocating your salary there. On DK though, no brainer. Uh, play Schroeder, uh, Dennis Schroeder at 5,100. Definitely want to get some exposure to Paul George at 97. Uh, if I'm building lineups right now, I'm legitimately trying to see if I can get Paul George and Bradley Beal in my lineups. Two guys that I think could really just smash this slate. I'm not telling you how to build, but I'm just telling you know guys that I would consider for cash or tournament. Some I mean, of you got Schroeder at 51. See, at sixty-eight. Don't want to go backtrack, but I'm just kind of trying to tell you guys how easy it's going to seem to build lineups here with these guys. So many guys out, uh, and that are going to be available. So I like George. Uh, I like Schroeder. Another guy I really like in this spot, Jeremy Grant, forty-four hundred. No Westbrook. Definitely, I think he's going to get a few more shots at the rim. I think he'll get a get an opportunity to be a little bit more involved, pick up maybe a few more rebounds. I know he's got to deal with. Maybe Bam, maybe Olenek, maybe Whiteside on occasion, but he's a guy at 4,400 as well. I I really like Jeremy Grant here. I don't want to forget about him because we're so focused on PG and Schroeder. But but those three guys are going to be my primary focus for the OKC uh, uh, DFS offensive attack. I'm not playing Steven Adams. Uh, hasn't been great this year from a fantasy perspective, understandably, with the uptick in production from some of these other guys. So even at 5,500, I don't want to play Steven Adams here. Paul George Schroeder uh, and, and uh, Jeremy Grant, those are the guys I'm looking at.
1: Yeah, I had no objections to anything you said there. Um, the only guy – like that I might take a, a shot on if I was playing large field tournaments and I was mass multi-entering, I think I'd have a little bit of Markeith Morris today. You know, We have to remember that Westbrook is like 33 to 35 minutes a night. And like obviously Paul George is going to play his minutes, but Schroeder's been playing like 29. So we're, we're giving him maybe an extra like six to eight minutes here. Ferguson's yeah. playing about twenty six, so we're giving him maybe an extra three to five minutes. It really just comes down to like Grant's going to play his is his run here, but uh, there's still like ten to fifteen unaccounted for minutes. And Marquise Morris is thirty three hundred. If he gets twenty four minutes here at thirty three hundred, he could be a massive difference maker. Is he meant? Do you have Fanduel up? Is he men's salary on Fandle? Um, he might be another punt play that you take a shot on here today.
2: Yeah, yeah. Mor- Morris. I mean, he's cheap, man. Um, he's 3,500. The minimum.
1: So there you go. Yeah, straight punt. Maybe I'm punting here. Who was the other punt that we were talking about a few minutes ago? Uh,
2: Mario. We're talking about Mario.
1: So, like, uh, putting Mario and Morris in there, I have my two punts, and I'm hoping that one of them hits 20. Um, Hey, or or 30, anything anything can happen, but let's not, let's get it crazy. Um, Let's move on. Golden State at San Antonio, 224 total here. Golden State fair by two and a half. KD is questionable, but they expect him to play. DeMarcus Cousins is questionable, but they expect him to play. San Antonio is good to go. They're in that playoff rush mode. Um, What are we looking at here for Golden State?
2: Well, I, I think it depends right now. And see, even though this isn't up there, uh, some of these, excuse me, stars are uh, are going to sit from uh, from Golden State, and it's either going to be today or tomorrow. It's either going to be today or tomorrow, and, and we're just not sure yet. Uh, but I, I'm not saying FanDuel has the inside track. But I pulled up FanDuel, and Quinn Cook was priced up to 5500 today. And so that really got me thinking because I went and looked. I saw how he was priced up. I said uh, 15 minutes, 12 minutes, 4 minutes, 2 minutes, 17 minutes, 12 fantasy points, 6 fantasy points, 0. Okay, Curry's probably going to be out really soon. So just, just keep that on your radar. Uh, it, it, but if Curry's out, Uh, Obviously, I think you know KD's in play here against San Antonio. They haven't scared anybody this year, Um, so I I don't mind him. And now he's eighty eight hundred, extremely cheap. Uh, Boogie Cousins is going to have an MRI on his ankle. He's questionable. I I think he's okay. They're just seeing this precautionary, but still, you know, I've got to mention it. And so, you know, if, if any combination of guys sit. We just know to play the other guys. So if Curry and Clay sit, I don't think they'll sit Curry and Clay at the same time. I don't think. Uh, but if Curry sits, then then I think, you know, I I think you look at Quinn Cook at 3K. He's 3K. I, I think you look at him. Um, if, Cur- if all these guys are in, then I'm really not as interested in this game. But, but I'm thinking somebody's going to sit today. And I think, you know, I can't really give you great analysis on it because I'm just not sure who. But I, but one of these guys is going to sit, and I and we should get it in time before before the the uh, uh the game kicks off before lock even hopefully.
1: Yeah, just have to adjust the news here. That's all. San Antonio side of things. Um, well, I really like this part. Really like this price tag for Demar Derozan. It's one of the cheapest price tags we've seen over the last mm. five six games. You know. When he got down cheap last time, it was like 77, and I think it was against I'm looking, Denver. Denver, he was 7,700, and we were like, he's too cheap, and he went out and put up 48.5 fantasy points. Sometimes you just got to price him for us, guys. He's in that mid-range. The like Rosen really stands out to me in this game at home against Golden State.
2: Yeah, I like him uh, 7,800 for the price, for the price. I, I think this is a great price. Uh, I'm on board with you 100%. I, I really think he should have a good game here. Uh, mm-hmm. Another guy that I like today, Jacopoto. He's getting consistent minutes, and he's got a little bit of upside. Uh, if if Boogie were to happen to sit, I, I like him even more. Uh, not that he's a guy that's going to get in foul trouble, but, you know, Boogie's – Kevin Looney is not Boogie cousin, so – uh, if he happens to sit, then then, then Poto's another guy that, that I really would would like to consider here. Don't hate Derek White as well. He's been playing really well. Uh, you know, Fantasy Productions has kind of been down the past last three out of the four games. But, you know, I'm not going to let that deter me. Uh, I, I still I still like him here. Uh, but that's about it. I don't like Aldridge. I don't want to play him at that price. Rudy Gates, 5400 but only playing about 25 minutes. So don't really want to play him. But I, I'm, I'm with you on DeRozan, man. Too cheap. If you're multi-entering, you know, I'd probably have DeRozan at 25% minimum at that price. Uh, just, just incredibly too cheap for the upside.
1: Um, Aldridge isn't, like, that expensive either. Um, could be an interesting game stack if you get some injury news here from Golden State. All right, moving on, we got New Orleans at Dallas, no total in this one. Drew and Moore still out, and Luca is probable. But the real talk of the town here, Will, is Elf Payton is on fire. You know, triple-doubles now in four straight games, over 50 fantasy points in four straight games Dallas, not a great team against point guards. Do we just continue to ride this Elf Payton, no Drew Holiday, like I'm going to continue to go off thing?
2: I, I think we do. And I, I, I hopped on the train late, but I've still cranked out a couple 50 fantasy point games from him. Uh, and and he, he's another guy that helped me Yes, even yesterday, the Saturday slate. Man, I mean, I, I played him over Curry. I actually faded Curry yesterday. Of, of all things, I faded Curry. I said, you know, I'm going to play Peyton. and uh, I ended up playing um, uh, Brush and Burner there, uh, Jalen Brunson, because Luca was out. And I mean, gosh darn it, Peyton does it again. And he was 8100 on FanDuel. Now I, I don't think I can play him today. There, he's like over 9K there today. So technically, I should, I could still play him because he's dropping over 50. But in this spot on DK, 7500. Uh, I think you have to consider it. Uh, he's just been smashy. And I think one of the things that, that, that I think is a – I don't want to say a direct correlation, but Anthony Davis, we know he's not going to play more than just 20 to 21 minutes. So, you know, I think what they've been doing, if, if and you can correct me on this or I'm wrong, Steve, because I haven't pulled up the slate, but I, I've watched a couple of their games. Um, Davis is playing – most of the first quarter coming in late second playing most of the third like that that's what's happening and fourth quarter you're really not going to see him. you're going to have randall you're going to have um uh peyton running wild and 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 that's what we need i mean they've got condensed minutes right now peyton's playing almost 40 minutes some games and that was an overtime game against phoenix but he played 41 against portland 34 i mean the guy's been phenomenal, man. No need to hop off the train against Dallas. I think he's going to have another big game. Uh, if I had to play one guy from this team, I'd play him. Another guy, though, that that I would definitely throw in the mix. You don't need him today, but if you, if you thought about being a little different, I still think you can play AD at 7,300. I mean, I, I've been playing him. I, I quit playing him on FanDuel because now he's at the AK k range, and I don't like it. But low sevens, I still don't mind taking him. He can put up 40 to 45 here. You don't need him today, though, but but he can still get you there.
1: Yeah, you kind of nailed it. Anthony Davis plays his first half rotation in about 15 minutes and plays – like, they try to keep him around 14 to 16 minutes, and whenever he hits, like, that 21-minute mark, they they try to get him out of there. So, you know, 22 to 23 minutes usually – is what he ends up with. And he doesn't come back for the fourth, like you said, Peyton's usage is just insane right now without Drew Holiday out there. So certainly looking at Elf, um, I don't hate the Davis call. He's destroyed this team this season, but obviously it's a lot tougher road for him to get there in 22 minutes instead of 36. So uh, Randall's always in play. Um, Outside of that, like, Maybe a shot on Frank Jackson if I don't if I need the value in that range. I think he's okay. Yeah, sure. He's playing a ton of minutes without Drew. Just hasn't really had a great game. Kendrick Williams is all over the place right now. I would much rather play Jackson uh, and pay the extra four hundred bucks. Uh, what are we doing here with Dallas? Luca probable expected to play. Uh, what do you got? Yeah, listen, Luca
2: should smash here. I mean, I wish. I'm actually glad they rested him, Stevie, because, you know, come on, man. This guy's a part of their future. Porzingis is a part of their future. It's looking like Jalen Brunson is a part of their future. You know, they're probably going to go out and and add a few more pieces. I I definitely think they're going to do that. But right now they've got a nice young core here, so I'm so excited that they were able to just rest Luka Doncic here. Uh, But I think he's going to smash. I think if he plays 30 minutes, I think he could drop a 60 spot easy here. Um, This is going to be an up-tempo game. New Orleans is a team that I've targeted this year as well. We've got Phoenix coming up, New Orleans, but New Orleans is one at 8,900. This is a spot Luca dropped 60 in, a team that's not going to play much defense. This is going to be up and down, allowing them to get to the rim, allowing them to dish, you know, do some of those passes he's doing. I, I like him. So I, I think you play him here. I actually I actually don't hate Dwight Powell in this spot as well. I do think Dwight Powell is a little overpriced, and Maxie is probably the better play because now they're pretty much back to splitting minutes about the same. But I still like Dwight Powell here. I, I think Dwight Powell could drop a 45 spot on New Orleans uh, with the game environment. So I'm not saying you have to play him, but I'm saying, you know, if you're taking a stab on the game environment, I don't hate uh, Dwight Powell, and then Cleaver, like I said, or Clever, uh, Clever, Clever. I think that's the pronunciation. Uh, at four thousand eight hundred, I don't hate it. If he's going to get twenty-five to thirty minutes against this team, I think you, I think you take a shot on him.
1: All right, uh, moving on. Chicago at Phoenix, and a half total here. Um, you know, Phoenix favored by three in this game. Really, not a lot of injury news um, that we're looking at here. Tyler Johnson is is questionable. Warren is out. Uh, Wendell Carter Jr. is out. So pretty much no, everything that we're looking at here. You know, Will, obviously, the biggest thing here is we get two teams that don't want to win this game.
2: Yes, that's exactly what we have. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and plug this in. Uh, Otto Porter was a, just laid a stinker today in Sacramento. Uh, just, just God awful fantasy performance. And now he gets to put that all behind him and come into Phoenix. He's one of my favorite plays from the Chicago Bulls. Uh, I was, had exposure to Otto Porter today and got let down, but thank God this is daily fantasy sports and I can't run him right back out against the Phoenix Suns, and I will. Uh, Otto Porter's in a phenomenal spot here. Uh, Zach Levine's in a phenomenal spot. Chris Dunn's in a phenomenal spot. Laurie marketing seems to have just fallen off of a cliff. Uh, and along with that, so have his minutes the past couple of games. Don't let that deter you. He will come back around. Uh, and so these the Chicago Bulls, I like them in this spot uh, against the Phoenix Suns here. Uh, Robin Lopez is another guy that I, I think, you know, you can't consider. I'm, I'm not saying he's a must play. Uh, his price has come up, you know, across the industry. Now he's 6,200, but I, I still don't hate the price for the amount of minutes he's been playing consistently. Uh, but he's not a must play by any means. I mean, if, if you ask me right now straight up, would I play Lopez or, or uh, Mark Gasol? Obviously, I would tell you Mark Gasol. But in the game environment, I, do, I don't I do mind uh, uh, Lopez. But Dunn, Levine, uh, Porter, those are my favorite plays.
1: Man, this Lopez guy, like <laughs> middle of the year, like we're just going to sit you down and not give you any more minutes. And, like, he has just been absolutely crushing um, ever since they, they've done the Portish trade and he's been getting minutes again. So mm-hmm. – Porter, probably my favorite play uh, for Chicago in this spot. Like you said, I think this is a great bounce-back spot, but never can count out Zach Levine. And, um, you know, Markin and probably the odd man out, like you said. Phoenix side of things, um, you know, if you're you're wanting to play Booker here, I don't think it's the worst spot. But, again, both of these teams want to lose this game. Um, Chicago probably not as much. But Phoenix now, like the Cavs, have seventeen wins too. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying, we're at that point of the year where, like, does Phoenix really want to be a team that's six and four over the last ten games? Don't think so. Will? Don't think so at all. Nope.
2: they're seventeen and fifty-four. Uh, I definitely don't think they want to win. My favorite play from Phoenix. I, I'm hoping we get the Tyler Johnson news. Phoenix has been really good about their injury reporting. Like, wouldn't you agree, Stevie, wouldn't you agree that Phoenix has probably been one of the worst teams in, in real life as far as actual basketball, but probably one of one of the best teams in real life in terms of their injury reporting. Wouldn't you agree? I think they'd be probably top, top five for, or so.
1: They had one, like, thing earlier this year where they didn't let anybody know, but for the most part, yeah, uh, you know,
2: yeah, I mean, I feel like anytime you know, Booker's going to be out or in, I feel like we know in ample time whether Warren's going to be out or in, we know, but well, he's been out a while, Aiton, any of these guys. I feel like we've known, and right now we've still got Tyler Johnson, is questionable, and just based on that track record, I got to believe that we'll know this information early. If Tyler Johnson sits, play Kelly Oubre. You just play him. The guy is just dropped forty-five fantasy points back to back with with no Tyler Johnson. Uh, took fourteen shots and twenty-five shots against New Orleans. Uh, two three for five from three against Houston. Two for eight against New Orleans. Uh, I, I like him here. I, I think you know against the Chicago Bulls. I think you fire him up here if Tyler Johnson is out and. You know, the more we've kind of gone through this slate and I've kind of, you know, taken my build and just kind of been twerking things or tweaking things, not twerking, tweaking things, uh, I think a balanced bill could really pull, pull, pull it off today. You know, when you got guys like Alfred Payton, Schroeder, Ubre, Siakam, Gasol, I mean, you know, you start naming some of these mid-range guys that you know have 50 and 40-point upside, I see a road to to a mid-range build today, but Oubre is my favorite son. Obviously, I don't hate Booker. Uh, I'm still not going to play Melton. I don't care that he dropped 30 fantasy points over the weekend. Just not touching him. Uh, Don't want to play Aiton. Don't want to play Josh Jackson. He's another guy that had a big game Saturday. Still don't want to play him. Ubre and Booker would be my top two targets from this team.
1: All right. Um, Ubre is certainly somebody that I had written down. Uh, so couldn't agree more there. Yeah, he's been a guy that's shown us that he has 40 point upside at 6500 and they're playing the Bulls. All right we got the Pacers and Portland to finish this one out 2.13 and a half total here Portland favored by three and a half. you know obviously Old Depot is out on the Indiana side but the big news here on the Portland side is McCollum's out you know that that's a big hit. so let's start with the Pacers though. Hanging on to that fourth seed in the East, uh, what are we doing here with Indiana, a team that continues to get it done each and every night on defense?
2: Yeah, pulled it out against OKC the other night. I mean, how crazy was that? And they were down about 20, I think, at one point. So once again, kudos to them for continuing the fight. Uh, I've been expecting these guys to drop. You know, I thought they were going to get down to the five or six seed, maybe even the seven seed as it has poured on, but they're just – they're just continuing to fight. I, I still think I I don't think they're gonna hang on to this this four seed. I think Boston's gonna pass them. And if they hit a slump, Detroit may catch them. I mean, Detroit's been, you know, their their uh last ten games, they're seven and three. Uh Indiana is four and six. So, you know, if if Detroit pulls off another seven and three, and Indiana pulls off another four and six, well, but still, kudos to them for fighting. Uh, but I, I don't like Indiana here. I'm not playing a single person from Indiana. I, I'm sorry I even took that long on them. I I will talk about the Portland Trailblazers, stuff.
1: Yeah, and um, I'm trying to stop myself from coughing in the mic, and I've only done it I think once or twice before I could hit the <laughs> hit, hit my hit my mic button here, but. Um, <laughs> It's just one of those days, you know. I don't really love anything on the Pacers. My favorite play probably um on the Portland side, it should be everybody's favorite play, and that's Damian Lillard. Thirty-nine and a half percent usage rate when McCollum's off the floor. That's a ten point four percent bump. Over thirty-six minutes, he's averaging eleven point seven five more fantasy points. Um Nurkic also gets a massive usage bump um in in this spot. So As expensive as Lillard is, you know, you were talking balanced. He's in that price range that I I think I'm just going to play him with this massive usage bump in a game where Portland wants to keep winning. You know, they're going to do everything they can to, you know, try to catch the three seed in Houston or Denver, whoever ends up being the three seed. But they obviously want home, home court uh, on the five seed, which could be the Thunder. So um, uh, Portland, every game matters. And Lillard, with McCollum off, matters to me. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Um, I, I, Lillard's in play across the board. Uh, I'm, I'm really interested to see what the ownership is going to be. I think there are some things working in our favor that even though McCollum is out, we could possibly still get lower than we should Damian Lillard ownership, and I mean, if you look at the rest of these games, especially with Westbrook being out and Paul George playing at eight o'clock, I, I think he's going to garner some ownership. Schroeder will garner ownership. Uh, you'll have if if Lowry and and Kawhi are both out, which Kawhi is already going to be out. If, if if Lowry and Kawhi are out, you'll get you know people playing Van Vleet. Uh, you know. You'll get some people playing Bradley Beal, uh, and, and some guys from that camp. And before you know it, you start looking down the line, and Damian Lillard's playing at ten thirty. And even though Lillard, and even though McCollum is out, his ownership's lower because people want instant gratification. I, I think Dillard, I think Lillard is a phenomenal play here. A discount off most of the other big stars with guys out, he should smash here. Indiana plays tough defense. Yes, they do. But Lillard's gonna be he, he should be able to take it to another level here. I mean you brought up the usage rate, pushing forty percent uh at home as well, which which I like in in this spot against Indiana. Um I, I love Lillard here. I, I think he's a plug and play.
1: Yeah, it's hard not to like him. You know, you look at the first matchup against the Pacers and he, he really struggled when they play it when they played in Indiana. Completely different circumstances here. You know, you take off McCollum um and you just play the you play the usage. Thirty-nine and a half percent. Like that is a four hundred and five minute sample size. We know what's gonna happen here. Lillard's gonna have the ball in his hands a lot. The shot attempts are gonna be up. Everything is gonna be up here for Lillard. He takes almost eight more shot attempts um when McCollum's off. It's like Per 36, it's like 6.1, so a lot lot going for Lillard here. Um, let's play the morning grind game, and then I'm going to go take some medicine and go to sleep. Um, Will, who? which game are you looking at here for your favorite over or under?
2: Uh, man, listen, I'm, I'm going to stick with Old Faithful here. Give me Utah-Washington. I, I think it's going over.
1: All right, Utah-Washington over i'm gonna take the under in the cleveland game i i feel like i've been taking unders a lot over the last week uh favorite play under 5k to 7x uh we have quite a few of them today that we like that we talked about uh who's your guy
2: yeah we do i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna stick with the guy that 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 i i really like in this spot for the price give me jeremy grant from okc man 4400 I, I think I think this is, a, this is a nice game for him to, to really do some damage.
1: Yeah, like that. Uh, just trying to, like, think injury news and talk about a guy that should be okay. I'm going to go pure upside here and, and just take Emmanuel Moutier. If the yeah. injury news, you know, falls the right way for him, you know, he's a guy that can get 7X at that price. Uh, so over 8K, not to 5X, who's your bust? Woo.
2: We don't really have a lot of them today. Can I take Russell Westbrook? I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, I
1: almost wrote it down. That's <laughs> how, that is how crappy I feel right now.
2: Yeah, g- g- give me Lamarcus Marcus Aldridge, man. I-, I don't like Aldridge today. Uh, uh, give me LMA.
1: Yeah. If I if I take Kawhi and he sits, is that like um bonus? Um, because... <laughs> I don't want to take any of these guys. I think most of these guys have a chance to 5X today. They really do. They really do. I'm going to say, like, the least likely guy in this range to 5X is probably Mitchell. um, And he has an amazing matchup. But with Gobert and all those other guys, he's probably the least likely. He's also likely to 8X, too, so... Um. <laughs> right. Give me your give me your favorite 6x play on the slate.
2: Man, there are so many, like so many 6x plays. Will's going to take my guy. Give me Pascal Siakam, man.
1: Will took my <laughs> it's just, guy. It's
2: just no way I could fade Siakam at 6800, man. The, the guy's he, oh, he's going to smash.
1: Will took my guy. Um, <laughs> I, I saw it coming as he was going there but that's fine i'm gonna go mid-range as well here and i feel like if you pair up siakam with elf payton you're probably off to a really good start elf payton is absolutely on another level right now and he's the guy that i really like you know new orleans brought this guy in for a reason and um, we're starting to see it with drew holiday out and uh, anthony davis limited so will any final thoughts before we get out of here
2: Man, have fun. This is going to be a big slate. It's going to be a fun slate. Uh, You know, I'll leave you with this. Don't let all of the news impact your line of construction. Take the guys you want to take, and as the news comes out, decide whether or not you want to include it into your process. All the news is not going to make or break what you decide to do today. Find those guys you like, and then utilize the news to your advantage on the back
1: end. Yes, sir. I'm supposed to go to Disney today, uh, Monday, and um, that's not looking good. Um, So I'm glad this is one of those times where you're like really glad you didn't tell your kid what you're planning, uh, because like if you feel really bad in the morning, like your wife and your kid can go do something and you can sleep. That's probably what's going to happen. I hope everyone has an awesome Monday. I hope you feel better than I do today. and I hope I didn't cough in the mic too much. I tried to mute it as much as possible. Um, as always, appreciate you guys listening. Good luck in your contest, and we'll see you guys again tomorrow.
0: Thanks again for sponsorship of uh, Robinhood on the morning grind today. Robinhood's an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos all commission free while other brokerages charges you up to $10 for every trade Robinhood doesn't charge any commission fees so you can trade stocks and keep all of your profits plus there's no account minimum deposit needed to get started so you can start investing at any level the simple intuitive design of Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and expect experts alike View an easy-to-understand charts and market data and place a trade in just four taps on your smartphone. You can also view stock collections, such as the 100 most popular. Now, with Robinhood, you can learn how to invest in the market as you build your portfolio. Discover new stocks, track your favorite companies, and get custom notification for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. Robinhood is giving listeners of Roto-Grinders a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint help you get your portfolio started. So sign up at fantasyfix.robinhood.com. That's fantasyfix.robinhood.com.